It's time for the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Michael is a speaker, author of two best-selling books, and the president of three financial companies. He's also a frequent guest on national media outlets such as CNBC, Fox Business, and Bloomberg. His passion is to help you live well in retirement. This is the Wealth and Health Show. Welcome in, folks, to the Wealth and Health Show. And again, I'm your host, Michael Wall. I'm, I'm excited for you for the show today to really share and dive into uh, some things to help you understand how to invest in a volatile market. You know, I'll tell you, if you've been paying attention at all out there and you're, you're watching uh, the news or watching the markets, it has been really a roller coaster over the last couple of weeks or so and, you know, days. Just the markets have been up and down and up and down and up and down. And it's caused uh, really a lot of concern in, in people, uh, consumers, investors, as far as what they should do, what they shouldn't do. Now, the good news is I'm, one of the things I'm really thankful for, we're, we're really blessed at our firms to have the opportunity that our investors really, you know, some of the big down days, we have not gotten any phone calls. And the reason is, is because we've really prepared in advance and allowed them the opportunity to make sure that regardless of what happens economically, they know what to expect. One of the goals in the show today is I wanted to really take some time, step back, and give you some insights on what do you do and how do you invest in volatile markets to allow you the ability to have the kind of outcome that you want. Nobody wants to have a portfolio where it's roller coaster up and down all over the place. So we wanted to take some time on that. Obviously, if you're new to the show, we want to uh, welcome you in and thank you for joining us. And uh, the previous shows, if you're a listener, have been listening to us for a little while now. It's just been a lot of fun. You know, we've had the opportunity to interview a variety of different folks from all over the country uh, that are really successful C-level executives, owners of large companies from the Kohler Company to, you know, rocket scientists with Pratt Whitney. We've had uh, international artists on, uh, just kind of all over the place. So each week, I share that to say each week, the show is a little bit different. Some weeks you're going to hear me, maybe sometimes my partner Danny in one of our companies. Uh, share some thoughts on investments and tax planning, et cetera. In other shows, you're going to hear maybe a doctor or a holistic health expert or a CEO or a C-level executive from a predominant company uh, just sharing thoughts and ideas to help you, the listener, hopefully live well in any economy. That's really the goal is to have the opportunity to share insight so that way you can walk away from the show and gain some value for your week. So hopefully that's uh, what you'll pull today. In fact, I know that you will if you really plug in. We're going to talk about a bunch of different things today. We're going to talk about what is risk. You know, a lot of people talk about risk. I'm taking too much risk or not enough risk or, <laughs> hey, I thought my portfolio was conservative and I still lost money. What does that mean? Uh, so we're going to talk about what risk is. We're going to talk about fully understanding things. I'm going to tie in a little story from our kids, Cyrus and Justice. You're going to love that. Talking about a lemonade stand and how we talked about supply and demand. A lot of fun. I thought I'd share it with you. And then we're going to talk about some other things later on in the show, losses and gains. And then ultimately, we're going to discuss what do you do now? You know, now you're in a situation where you are where you are. Uh, what should I do? Where should I go? Should I make a change? Should I stay where I'm at financially to ensure that you can live the life you want to live? At any point in time, I want to encourage you to reach out to us, 866-943-2351. Again, 866-943-2351. If you're interested in seeing if you qualify for a Living Well Retirement Review. Now, just a little precursor here. In Pennsylvania, we have two offices, one in Pennsylvania, one in Florida. We work with clients and really serve clients all over the country, different states, the ones that we're registered in. 
at this stage in the game. And at the end of the day, really what that looks like is our minimum in Pennsylvania is about 500,000 and other places, Florida and other places, right around a million is the, the minimum. But if you qualify for that and you want to see about getting a second opinion on your portfolio, give us a ring, 866-943-2351, or visit us to learn more about us and get more education at leanonthewall.com. Again, the website we is leanonthewall.com. And let's jump right in and talk about what risk is, because I think this is really important. If you're out there and you're listening to this and you're investing, maybe you're investing yourself, maybe you're a you know a self-investor, if you will, or maybe you have an advisor. Maybe you've had an advisor for quite some time and you know you kind of move things around here or there a little bit, maybe not a whole heck of a lot. You're not really sure what should I do? Where am I at? You know, it's amazing to me, folks. I've heard a lot of people tell me in times past when they've come in for a, a living well retirement review and we sit down and we analyze their situation. I've heard folks say, you know, Mike, I thought I was conservative with my previous portfolio, with my previous advisor, but I found out that I end up losing a lot of money still in pretty negative markets. And so sometimes we need to understand what type of risk are we taking and how does that overall affect our portfolio? So in relation to risk, let's talk about that. Risk really refers to the degree of uncertainty or you know, potential financial loss inherent to the investment uh, decision. So in other words, whatever we invest in, whether it's higher risk or lower risk, it can be in a situation where we could have the ability to lose more money or make more money or lose less money and make less money, just depending on where we are. Now, obviously, on the risk curve, there's a lot of factors that go into determining what that looks like, whether it be standard deviation uh, looking at beta and a variety of other factors that can help us really understand what type of risk you're really taking. You know, what we don't want to do is just be okay with the fact that you're sitting down and you're investing yourself or you're with an advisor and, and the conversation leads to, well, you know, you're fairly conservative or you're moderate or whatever. Well, what does that really mean? What does that really mean to you? Because at the end of the day, when we have a conversation with the folks that we're able to help one of the things that's important to us and should be important to you is what does that mean and how does it affect your finances? Now, a little disclaimer here. Obviously, we have three different companies, Wall Financial Group, Retire Well, and then Wall Aster and Company. All three companies designed to protect and grow wealth and really implement advanced tax planning on a higher income portfolio, et cetera. But from that perspective, when we, when we sit down and we look at these things, we want to talk about what does this actually look like? And for your own knowledge, here's some types of risks that you need to be thinking about. So the first thing, if you're investing into stocks and, and different companies, really a stock is nothing more than buying into a company, as we know, is business risk. So if the company that you're purchasing maybe has lower than anticipated profits or they're going to experience higher profits, whatever, well, that's going to be a risk where you're either going to do better or worse based on how the business itself did. So business risk is something that you need to consider when you're investing in a company. You know, what does this business look like? What do they do? Uh, what do they do well at? What type of market share do they have? Is there uh, potential for growth in the future? You know, a couple of weeks ago, we, we did an interview with a gentleman, and we talked about life enhancements. And, and what does that look like, investing in that space? Because there's opportunities today that we didn't have before. Uh, but one of the things we absolutely make sure we must do is move away from the old set it and forget it mindset. I talked about that before, but I'll share it a little bit later because that's important to know. The other thing, folks, that you want to look at when you're looking at risk is volatility risk, which is simply the prices going up and down. You know, you might own a company or a stock that does really well, but if it's publicly traded, it could be affected by the volatility in the markets. It could be correlated. 
so from that perspective, what that means is even though it may be a great company and maybe in a growth mode and might be in a situation where they've made great profits, good balance sheets and, and all the rest, but they still end up going down in value. The stock goes down in value. Why is that? Well, because of volatility risk. It can be connected to the markets and the markets themselves can pull even good stocks, good companies down. So we need to be cautious and considerate of that. Then we look at inflation risk. Now, inflation risk really is the idea of upward movement of prices, how inflation reduces purchasing power, and all these sorts of things. We have interest rate risk, which is important, what happens to interest rates, and then liquidity risk. That refers to really whether or not you're able to access all of your money when you invest in something. So those are a couple risks that you need to know and really factor in when you're looking at risks on your portfolio and what you own. You know, folks, it's interesting to me, there was a question one time that had come in. I mean, obviously, at any point in time, if you, if you want to shoot us out a question, we'd love to hear your thoughts. At Lean on the Wall is where you can connect with us on Twitter. Shoot a question out to us, or you can info at leanonthewall.com is our email, info, I-N-F-O, at leanonthewall.com, and send us any questions you might have in the financial field, and we'll try and answer those in a future show. But, you know, one of the questions that came in is, how much risk should I have? And uh, this gentleman's name was John. We were speaking, he was retiring, and he said, you know, how much risk really should I have at this stage in the game of my life? Now, just to kind of give you, lay the groundwork here a little bit, this particular couple, they were in their right, right early 60s, 60, 61 is, was their ages. And when we came in, we sat down, and uh, we were looking at everything, evaluating everything. That was his question. How much risk should we have? Well, the question is a good one because when you talk about risk, there's a variety of components to risk, number one. And number two, I'm not opposed to risk, but I am interested in more so calculated risk. What does that mean? Well, that means we can calculate what should come to pass as the markets go up and down. And by the way, folks, that's one of the reasons we don't get the phone calls at our offices when the markets are down heavy because clients know we've gone through a process. So the question was posed, how much risk should we have? And, you know, one of the things that I kind of put back to them is really, well, here's a question for you. And this is what I asked them, the couple that we were sitting down with, John and his wife. And, and I said, if you could achieve your goals in retirement, because they were now retired, they had uh, retired from a company and they were ready to kind of move into the 30 to 40 years of unemployment, otherwise known as retirement, right? <laughs> so there they were doing their thing. And they said, the question that I had for them was, if you could achieve your goals in retirement with taking little to no risk at all, is there any reason you would want to take a lot of risk? And they thought about that for a minute and responded back and said, Mike, I don't see any re I mean, is I don't think so. You know, if we can achieve our goals, I, why would we want to take a bunch of risk? And, I, you know, that is the correct answer. So I think the first thing, folks, when you take a look at risk, is you need to evaluate and understand what stage of life you're in. You know, there's really only two stages, financial stages, when you look at life. The first stage is the accumulation stage. That's where you're working. You're growing your company. You're growing your business. You work for a company. You're investing into your 401k or you're investing into a you know, a SEP, or you're putting money aside in another way to invest or prepare for the future. That's the accumulation stage. And then you have the preservation and distribution stage. And that's really where we shine. That's what we specialize in is folks who are really typically 45, 50 plus. 
They're in what I call the financial red zone, <laughs> meaning they're either in retirement or close to retirement. And now that stage, the goals are differently. The goals are different. They're no longer putting money in on a regular basis for the future. And there's some factors like reverse dollar cost averaging that will affect you in retirement that does not affect you while you're working. And so these factors can be huge. It can really wreak havoc on a portfolio. And that's important to know uh, whether or not you're susceptible to that. The problem that I see a lot of times, folks, and we see this a lot of times uh, out there, is people are in a place, consumers, investors are in a place where they have basically continued their same investment style as they had when they were working in retirement years. Maybe they moved a little bit more to bonds and a little less in equities, et cetera. But they've kind of they've continued their style. Or maybe they got ultra conservative and they said, I'm just going to put all my money in the bank or under the mattress. <laughs> and that's not necessarily the best thing to do either because there are opportunities out there where you can invest your money as long as you understand risk. we got to cut to a commercial break. But when we come back, we're going to continue to talk about what is this risk, fully understanding it, and what can we do, what can you do to really invest well in a volatile market state with us. We'll be back right after this. With the volatility in the markets, it can be scary to know the right solutions for managing and protecting your family's wealth. That's why Michael and his team at Wall Financial Group work exclusively with higher net worth clients to engineer portfolios that minimize risk and maximize potential. For more information, visit leanonthewall.com and see if you qualify for a Living Well Retirement Review. Call toll-free 866-943-2351, 866-943-2351. This is the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Welcome back in, folks, to the Wealth and Health Show. I'm your host, Michael Wall, and we're talking today about investing in a volatile market. And again, this show is a little bit different than the ones that where we have guests on, where different leaders of companies and executives or health people or doctors, holistic folks all over the country. Please visit leanonthewall.com. Again, lean on the wall, just like you're leaning on a wall. Leanonthewall.com, and you're going to click on the Wealth and Health Show. Now, Please know also that the shows, what we've tried to do to kind of make it simple for you, is they're also real easy to access. If you go to iTunes, if you have an iPhone or an iPad and you have iTunes on your technology pieces, you can go to iTunes and go ahead and go under the podcasts section. So just go under podcasts and click on or really search for Wealth and Health Show. You need to type that whole thing in, Wealth and Health Show. And you'll see it come up. There will be a white labeled with our logo on it. Click on that and you'll be able to listen to it. Or again, just leanonthewall.com. You can click on Wealth and Health Show. That might be just the easiest for you. But we're talking today about investing in a volatile market. And I wanted to cover this because markets really have been very volatile recently. And I'm a big believer that there's really, you know, if you can reduce your financial heartburn, <laughs> why wouldn't you want to? And so my question is this, you know, if you're in a situation where you've been continuing to do what you've always done, and you're expecting different results. You know the old definition of insanity, right? Keep doing what you've been doing and expecting different results. It's the definition of insanity. We have to make changes in order for those results to change. There was an article that I read here I was, I was reading. It's talking about September, the month of September, 
being the crawlest month for stocks, or is it? And it was talking about historical averages in the Dow. Now, this is Dow Jones, obviously, which has been around since 1896. And historically, what we've seen is that September, the September month has typically been a, on average, a, a not real positive month. This, this article is from MarketWatch, marketwatch.com. It was on there and checking that out. And experienced an average loss of about 1% a month versus the other months averaging about 0.75 per month over the course of, uh, over the course of years. Now, what's going to happen in September as we continue to roll through it? You know, who knows? What I do know is September 9th is my birthday, so that's a great day. Hopefully the markets will be strong that day. But <laughs> all that to be said, of course, if, if the 9th is a, uh, even a calendar day of the week, I'm not sure of that. But all that to be said, folks, we want to make sure that when we talk about risk, like we talked about it before, that we're creating a plan in such a way that can allow us to be successful in any market. Now, investing in, in a volatile market, we talked about that. And here's what we want to do when you take a look at that. What should you do? First off, you don't want to have any knee-jerk reactions. You know, a lot of times people get scared or get excited and they, they make knee-jerk reactions and they either enter investments or they exit investments uh, too quickly. And now they're in a situation where they're making a knee-jerk reaction. Here's what is important to know, though. It's always a good time. It's always a good time to get a second opinion on what you're doing financially. And I always relate this to the medical field because it just, I think it makes a lot of sense. And it's something that, you know, we look at over the years. Obviously, if you've gone to a GP, a doctor all these years, and you've gotten your blood pressure and cholesterol checked, and the levels have come out okay, but then all of a sudden, 20, 30 years later in your life, you have some type of health situation, and it's serious. And let's say the seriousness leads to, you know, a, a brain tumor. Well, you're not going to go to your GP to have him do surgery and remove that brain tumor. You're going to go to a specialist because it's just it's a no-brainer. That's what you would do. Same way if you had a foot problem. You're not going to go to a heart doctor, <laughs> you know, for him to work on, on your foot. So doctors specialize. Unfortunately, in the financial world, folks, a lot of advisors have not specialized. They've been a place where they've kind of worked with anyone, anywhere, and what that's caused them to do, what it's caused in consumers' minds is a little bit of uncertainty because, you know, they just assume that you just stay with somebody all these years when, in fact, what happens is, is you have advisors that really work in different stages of life. Now, just because an advisor is in a, in a particular stage doesn't mean they're the right fit either. It's always making sure that it's the right fit one to another. You know, it's like wearing a tailored suit or a, a tailored dress or, you know, a glove that is... Uh, just the right fit for you. It's got to be the perfect fit one to another. But I think the first thing you want to do in investing in volatile markets, number one, is not do any knee-jerk reactions. By that, I mean you don't necessarily want to sell everything tomorrow and just go to cash or put it all in the bank or under your mattress. That's not a good approach. What is a good approach is saying, okay, maybe I should get a second opinion. You know, you've heard the old story that you want to uh, sell when the market's high and buy when the market's low. And so a lot of times people will say, well, okay, the market's down big. Uh, I don't want to sell out right now. Well, that might make sense, but it might not. And by that, I mean, it might make sense for you to sell out and reposition into better investments. See, it's always a good time to reposition into better investments that might be more suited for what you're trying to achieve. So the question is, what do you want to achieve in life? By the way, if you haven't really had that gone through or haven't really dived uh, deep into that process and really had a real detailed plan for your situation, 
I'm going to encourage you to contact us if you qualify for our minimums. In Pennsylvania, it's 500. In, other, in Florida and other states, it's a million. And contact us to, for your Living Well Retirement Review. We'll be happy to see if you, we can sit down, chat with you, and go through the process of diving in to create a plan. You can catch us either on the web, leanonthewall.com, and find us there, or you can call in 866-943-2351. Again, 866-943-2351, and request that review. And now when you do call in, just so you know, the girls are going to ask you some questions, get some details from you, because it's important for us, so we make it a good use of everyone's time to determine whether or not it makes sense to actually sit down and go through this process. But you need to get a plan. You need to get a good plan in place to really understand what you're trying to do, what you're trying to achieve. What you don't want to do is just just be a stock picker or an interest rate picker. You know, Give me your best investment. That's not a good approach, folks, if you're trying to really create a plan. you got to create a plan long-term for you. So that's number one, understanding your risk. Number two is creating a plan. Number three is, as I kind of mentioned earlier about the knee-jerk, making sure you look at where you are and understanding fully what happens to your portfolio if the market does keep going down. You know, volatility means ups and downs. And one of the things that we've seen, folks, and I've been talking about this, whether it be on Fox Business or other places uh, for quite some time, I just had an interview with uh, CNBC. It was on online article, and we were talking about volatility in markets and what we expected to see in the future. And one of the things that we know, folks, is that the market really has been in that sideways trend since November of last year, November of 2014. Well, we know that at the end of a sideways market, the market is always going to go at some point in time, positive or negative, significantly. Now, will it go strong to the north? I don't know. My thought is we would really be in a situation where, you know, the next floor that I would see would be around 1,800 uh, for the S&P. That's the next basement, if you will, as far as dropping down. Will it get down to that for sure? I don't know. Uh, no one knows the answer to that. But what we do want to do is create plans in a way uh, that you're going to be okay either way. So that's important, folks. A couple keys there is investing in a volatile market. Number one, understanding where you are, understanding what your situation looks like, maybe reevaluating whether the market's up or down, your current financial story uh, to really match and meet your goals. And, you know, really understanding what you own and, and what that risk looked like. We talked earlier about business risk, volatility risk, inflation risk, factoring all of those together to create what's necessary for you to really do well. Now, I want to encourage you with this. This is something that it can just be easy to do. And, you know, we can kind of fall into that rut, if you will, that daily rut. But I want to encourage you to move away from the set it and forget it mindset. I, I always remember Ron Papil, you know, he had those infomercials and he would sell those toaster ovens, you know, you, or well, actually he sells a bunch of stuff now, knives and all kinds of different things on TV infomercials, if you've seen him before. And his statement was always, Set it and forget it. You know, you put it in, you turn a knob, and you just set it and forget it. And what we see a lot of times when folks come in and they sit down for their living well retirement review, and we're really doing a forensic financial analysis on their situation, really just to understand where they are now. And if you decide you want to come in and do that, that's the first key. We're trying to understand where you are now and what your goals are, because you, we may not be the right fit one to another, and that's quite fine. But really understand what you're currently doing. And when we've done that, you know, a lot of times when I ask the question, why is your money invested here? Now, whether someone's a self-investor or they have an advisor, a lot of times the response is, you know, I don't know. That's what my advisor told me to do. 
well, that's not good enough for me. We need to have an answer. We need to have a goal. We need to have a plan. So move away from the set it and forget it. And what that can do is it can help you dive deeper into really fully understanding what you're doing and why. There's a story that I wanted to share with you. I thought it was really cute. We have, for those of you that maybe have met us or known us or have followed us for you know years and, and that sort of thing over different markets and different things, You'll know that we have four children, and our oldest, Cyrus, is seven. He will be eight in November, and Justice, the second one, is will be six. He'll be six in uh, the end of September. And it was interesting. They were having a conversation and talking about different things, and Cyrus, the oldest, is really business-oriented. He gets it. He's just, in fact, the first thing that he saw when he was age four, we were on the beach one time, and we were out there by the ocean, and there's a plane flying by, you know, with the uh, advertisement kind of tail behind it, a little uh, banner. And he looked up there, and he's at age four, and he looked up there, and he said, hey, Dad, what are they advertising? (laughs) I thought that was interesting. He didn't say, hey, look, there's a plane. He he wanted to know what they were advertising. Well, anyway, Cyrus and Justice, just a little while while back here, they were having a conversation about having a lemonade stand. You know, the old lemonade stand you've heard of before, seen before, kids selling lemonade for, you know, a quarter or 50 cents or a dollar or, you know, or more, I guess, in today's markets. I don't know. (laughs) But anyways, they were talking about lemonade, and Cyrus was saying to Justice, how he was going to sell his lemonade for you know a certain amount per glass. And Justice kind of piped in and he said, well, I'm going to sell my lemonade for $50,000 a glass. <laughs> and Cyrus is like, wow, well, that's a lot of money. And Justice said, well, yeah, I mean, that way I can sell it for more per glass and I don't have to work quite as long and I can make more money. And I thought it was interesting because Cyrus, obviously fully understanding you know supply and demand, said, well, Justice, if I set my shop up next to you and I sell mine for $1.50 a glass... Nobody's going to want to buy your glass of lemonade, so you're going to have to reduce your price. And Justice was pretty, no, 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 I'm going to keep it at 50000 a glass. So Cyrus continued to explain that to him. But <laughs> the point, folks, there is, I, I, first off, I thought it was cute, just them understanding that. Secondly, fully understanding how things work. Obviously, Cyrus knowing that, which was encouraging to me as a father, you know, knowing that, hey, listen, if your price is too high, you're going to be in a situation where somebody else might outsell you, especially if they have the same quality. So you want to make sure that you fully understand what you're investing in and why. we got to head to a commercial break, but when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit further about fully understanding. And then later on the show, we're going to talk about what to do now. You're watching your portfolio go up and down and up and down, and you're scared, you're concerned. What do you do now? We're going to cover that a little bit later on. Stay with us. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to The Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Hey folks, it's Michael Wall here. Just wanted to share a quick thought on how you can make a huge impact on someone else's life. As an active member of Christ Fellowship, I've had the opportunity to interact with a variety of top-notch charities. And it can be challenging sometimes to know where to get involved, either with your time, financially, or both, and then to be sure that your gifts and donations are really making a change. So I wanted to share with you an organization that has recently been ranked number one by Charity Navigator and is dramatically improving the lives of young people, Place of Hope. Place of Hope has been doing just what its name says, giving hope to young people since the mid-90s. I want to encourage you to visit placeofhope.com. Again, that's placeofhope.com to learn more and to see how you can help the cause of improving our nation one child at a time. This is the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. 
Welcome back in, folks, to the Wealth and Health Show. I'm your host, Michael Wall, and we're talking today about investing in a volatile market. And obviously, if you've just tuned in, we talked previous about a variety of different things, including what is risk, the different types of risk, from business to volatility to inflation to interest rate and liquidity and all these sorts of things. Talked about a, a bunch of other things in relation to investing in volatile markets, not really staying with the set it and forget it mindset and really being on top of what we're doing. We're talking and we're continuing the conversation about how to fully understand what you're doing. A little bit later in the show, we want to talk about what to do now as the markets have been up and down and up and down. And obviously, if you're you're a first-time listener, if you've listened to us before, you'll know that some of the previous shows we've had on different guests, uh, different leaders of major companies really in the country to doctors, holistic experts, and a variety of different things. We really want to share thoughts and value uh, to help you live well in any economy. And the goal really, as we've done this show, is to share thoughts, as I mentioned, but then also give you the opportunity, you the listener, that may qualify for some of the things and services that we provide to contact us and say, hey, you know what, I, I think maybe I should sit down and have a Living Well Retirement Review. So if you're in a situation where you qualify for those minimums, that's 500000 in Pennsylvania and a million dollars in Florida or other states, feel free to give us a ring, 866-943-2351, 866-943-2351, or you can visit us at leanonthewall.com, leanonthewall.com. And uh, at any point in time, if you want to share a thought or comment of what you've done or seen in relation to investing in volatile markets, connect with us on Twitter, at leanonthewall. Again, our Twitter handle is at leanonthewall. And go ahead and share a thought or feel free to uh, shoot out a question, and we'll see if we can answer that on an upcoming show. But, you know, some interesting uh, wise thoughts that I really thought was pretty good. Proverbs twenty two seventeen it says, Pay attention and turn your ear to the sayings of the wise. Apply your hearts to what I teach. Now, that's to wisdom, obviously. And, and one of the things that I want to always encourage folks to do, regardless of where they are, you know, whether folks are, you know, when we sit down with somebody at the office, whether they're the right fit for us to help them manage and protect and grow their wealth in any economy or, or do some advanced tax planning on higher income earners, business owners, etc. We always want to be in a situation where we're first uncovering whether or not this is the right fit for us together. You know, not everybody's the right fit for everyone. So sometimes people have made decisions because it seemed good at the time, but they're in a situation where they realize that ah, that was maybe wasn't the best fit long term. So we really try and go through a process, and that's why we call it Living Well Retirement Review, where we're analyzing your current situation, talking about your goals, diving in a little deeper, probably deeper than you've ever gone with a, a financial person before, and really understanding, number one, is this the right fit? And then number two, do we have what's necessary to really help you reach your potential and goals? Now, obviously, we have three different companies. We're fully independent so I have the ability to kind of really work with any investment that exists out there in the market today. And that's the beauty. We have the ability to do whatever is needed, but we want to focus specifically, I call it well-rounded, but yet focused approach. So we want to take a well-rounded, but yet focused approach. We don't want to be over-diversified. We see that a lot. I talked about that a couple shows ago. A lot of times folks can be over-diversified. You know, you hear diversify, 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 which is great to protect against risk and all that. But you can also be over-diversified. And we saw that happen in some ways in 08, where a lot of things became correlated. And if you remember what happened in 2008, 
Well, you know, a lot of people lost money in 2008. And, and there are some investments out there, some tools out there that did not lose money in 2008. So it's really understanding, you know, what is appropriate for you? What are you trying to achieve? And, geez, if you can achieve your goals while minimizing or reducing risk, is there any reason you would take a bunch of risks? So good question to ask yourself, regardless of what you end up doing. I thought it was interesting. There was a little fortune here, if you will, or a wise statement from Thomas Fuller. He says, a wise man turns chance into good fortune. And I think that's really, folks, the difference between people who uh, have become successful and people who have not. You know, they look at an opportunity, whether it's an opportunity to start a business, whether it's an opportunity to invest somewhere, whether it's an opportunity, even as we're extending, to get a second opinion and really dive in deep there. And those who become more successful, often they will take the chance of looking at, hey, you know what, I am going to take the step and see what this is all about. And because of that, because they've taken steps and chances, they're in a situation where now they've made these decisions to set themselves up in a place to be more successful and aligning to what they really want to do long term. I thought that was a good quote because it's important when we talk about fully understanding what you're doing currently and understanding why. Now, I wanted to take a minute and move over and talk about the idea. I've mentioned this before, but I think it's really important to bring back up, especially with the markets as they are now. You know, if you've been watching the markets, what we know, you know, obviously up, down, up, down, we've been talking about U.S. manufacturing sector. Now, this is according to the ISM uh, in August is slowing down a little bit. They have some reports, basically. By the way, the ISM is the Institute for Supply Management if you're not familiar with it. And it's uh, basically an index of national factory activity is what that covers. So it's, it's taking a look at national factories across the country. And it fell the month before, and it also fell this month, basically marking the lowest reading since 2013. So what that means is across the country, we're seeing U.S. manufacturing, that sector really slow down in August, over August, over the weakest two years, or really the weakest in two years or so. What does that mean overall to the economy? Well, you know, we know that it definitely is not necessarily a positive indicator. Does that mean markets are going to continue to crash? Well, obviously, no one knows the answer to that for sure. But I can tell you we've been on a bull run since 2009. And one of the things that I mentioned earlier in the show is the idea of the set it and forget it mindset. And I'm a big believer that we're not just going to set it and forget it. So, folks, here's a little caveat for you, a little tip for you. If you're going in right now and you're connecting with someone and or you're investing yourself and the majority of the conversation is just, hey, how you doing? And that's it. And not really diving into what can you do to improve your financial situation. You might want to rethink what you're doing. I know I uh, had a story. There was actually a client that we have from Florida and they were concerned. Uh, we, we had kind of helped them set up a structure create a plan specific for them and their retirement picture. They were concerned about long-term care. Now, this is a little bit of a side note here, but I thought it was important to bring up. They were concerned about long-term care. And, you know, the the couple, I won't use their name for privacy and all that, but, you know, they basically had gone to the doctor and said, hey, we're looking at long-term care insurance and I need to get some things changed in my, my records. And the doctor himself basically said, well, I don't think you should do that. You know, I think it's a waste of money and all these different things. And, of course, whether you should get long-term care or not is, is specific to each situation. Certainly, it's a big risk that we need to be talking about. There was a show previous that we did. By the way, if you missed that, it's with Paul Hamilton. Uh, he is the founder of long and president of uh, Long-Term Care Advisors. Uh, just go to leanonthewall.com. Again, leanonthewall.com. Click on the Wealth and Health Show, and you'll be able to listen to that show. I think it was entitled, One of the Greatest Risks to Your Retirement. 
But anyway, so so this gentleman's in, he's visiting with his doctor, and he was in a place where the doctor said, ah, you don't want to do that, you know, it's a waste of money and all these different things, and he was asking the doctor to make some changes to his records so that way the, the notes that the doctor left were a little clearer because a lot of times, you know, doctors aren't really interested in making clear notes and records that are just so busy throughout their day, it's just make a quick note and move on. Not necessarily a bad thing about doctors, but it's just the reality of, of that world. And so, you know, I was thinking through that, and I thought, you know, geez, he's basically in a, situ- in a situation where he's paying this doctor, or the health insurance company is, but the doctor's getting paid for his time, and the doctor's almost giving him a hard time about why he's doing what he's doing. And I was thinking to myself, boy, maybe it's time to change doctors, <laughs> you know? So when you take a look at your financial situation, folks, you know, if you're in a place where you continue to meet with whoever you're talking to, by the way, I am, I'm not saying we're the right fit for everybody because we're not. But what I am saying and suggesting is, you know, if you're meeting with someone and you seem like you continue to have the same recurring concern, you know, I'm a little concerned about markets, I'm concerned about this, or, I, you know, I'm not comfortable with that. And, you know, I'm meeting, but I, I leave and I don't really have a, a lot of peace about what I'm doing with my portfolio, then I'm going to encourage you that you might need to look elsewhere to get a second opinion on what you're doing. Because that might be just the key to allow you to open the door to get the kind of peace of mind and success uh, long-term that you want that really has someone that will line up well with your goals. And losses and gains really is how I kind of started that conversation. And I wanted to jump into it a little bit further because this is important, folks. If you take a look at losses and gains on your portfolio, what we know is that losses can wipe out gains drastically right? They can wipe out gains drastically. We know that you're in a situation that when you make money and then you lose the same amount of money, in other words, let's say you're up 25% and then, you know, the very next day you're down 25%, just as an example. Well, you're not at zero. You're actually still in the negative because of the way losses and gains work. You know, a simple rule of thumb is if you lose 50% on a portfolio and a lot of people not necessarily with us, but a lot of people saw out there in 2008 significant losses, right? And they were in a situation where if you lose 50%, you have to make 100%, folks, 100% to come back to where you were. And that's important. That's one of the reasons that probably a lot of you, as you're looking at your portfolios out there, you know, if you think back to what happened in 08 markets, it took you till 2011, 2012, some that we've seen that came in for second opinions and really a, a well, living well retirement review. Some we've seen that it, it actually took them till 2012, 2013 to get back to where they are. Well, that's not acceptable in the retirement years. Now, if you're younger and you have many years to go and all that, not that you want to lose money, but it doesn't affect you as much because you're investing every month and all that. But if you're retired or you're soon going to be retiring, that is just no way to live in relation to your portfolio. And that's really, really important when we take a look at what losses can do to your overall portfolio. So you need to be mindful of that. You know, the market's dropping 400 points and then gaining 400 points. You know, you're not necessarily, quote unquote, at even, if you will. So we want to make sure that we are in a place. You want to make sure that you're in a place where you're evaluating what that looks like uh, with your portfolio in general. Now, I want to talk a little bit further A little bit later in the show here, last segment coming up, you're not going to want to miss it. We're going to talk about what should you do now? I know I talked a little bit about that earlier, but I wanted to end the show with some uh, refreshment of what we discussed previous as well as some, some new insight. What should you do now? Markets are volatile. 
They're up, they're down. You're nervous, you're scared. Maybe you're a self-investor, maybe you have an advisor. But what should you do now? By the way, at any point in time, if you have questions, give us a ring, 866-943-2351, 866-943-2351, or visit us at leanonthewall.com. We'll be right back after this. With the volatility in the markets, it can be scary to know the right solutions for managing and protecting your family's wealth. That's why Michael and his team at Wall Financial Group work exclusively with higher net worth clients to engineer portfolios that minimize risk and maximize potential. For more information, visit leanonthewall.com and see if you qualify for a Living Well Retirement Review. Call toll-free 866-943-2351, 866-943-2351. This is the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Welcome back in, folks, to the Wealth and Health Show. And again, I'm your host, Michael Wall, and we're talking today about investing in a volatile market. Again, if you've missed some of the previous shows where we've interviewed a variety of different guests, each week the show's a little bit different, which is kind of fun. It's not like a traditional radio show where you might hear talking about you know similar topics each and every week. We try and mix it up and talk about different things, have guests on that have been really uh, successful entrepreneurs or uh, doctors, holistic folks, you know, that sort of thing from time to time to add value to you, the listener. And, you know, sometimes what we want to do is we want to be sharing a show that gives you hopefully a little bit of insight, especially when the markets are kind of going crazy, because obviously that's kind of what we do. We're in a place where three different financial companies and we're helping clients protect, grow and manage their wealth, as well as eliminate and reduce taxation on their portfolio and, and taxes on higher income earners and all that. And so we want to give value, hopefully, that can help you think a little bit differently about what you're currently doing. Maybe you're happy with what you're currently doing, and that's great. Maybe you're not. Maybe you're in a place where you're saying, you know, I'm a little concerned with what's happening right now. I'm not getting the kind of guidance that I really need. You know, I've met with my professional, financial professional, but I'm not sure, you know, really if what they're saying is resonating well with me. And so, you know, sometimes people say, what should I do? Where should I go? And that was kind of the, the lead into this show. What to do now? What do you do now? By the way, folks, at any point in time, if you've missed the previous segments of this show, feel free to visit leanonthewall.com. Again, leanonthewall.com. You can click on previous segments of this show and other shows. Really neat shows. There are some neat ones. One of my, some of my favorites were uh, transitioning of a business uh, with Tom and Todd. And then uh, we interviewed a rocket scientist. That was kind of a fun interview and just a variety of other things. But leanonthewall.com, again, at leanonthewall is our Twitter handle if you want to share a thought or ask a question, at leanonthewall. And uh, feel free to give us a ring at any time, 866-943-2351. Again, 866-943-2351. That is a toll-free number. So anywhere in the country, feel free to call in. And if you qualify for a Living Well Retirement Review, the girls will be happy to schedule that up if it makes sense. In Pennsylvania, our financial minimum is 500. Florida and other states were at a million. Uh, so if you meet those minimums, feel free to give us a ring and we can help you go through that process and better understand. Our team can help you better understand what you're, you're currently doing. You know, I wanted to touch on something here that I think will be helpful in a couple ways, because I'm a big believer in the fact that only you, I'm talking about you, whoever's, as you're listening to this right now, I'm talking to you specifically, only you 
will live the consequences, good or bad, in your future. Think about that for a minute. Only you will live the consequences, good or bad, in your future. You know, I always talk about the idea of the fact that if you have a portfolio, regardless of the size, whether it's a million, two million, ten million, fifty million, a hundred million, whatever the number is, a billion, it doesn't matter. The point is, whatever your size, even if it's all the way down to, you know, five, eight hundred thousand, you're in a place where you are the CEO of that portfolio. And I'll just use, you know, a million dollars as a number because it's a real easy number. You're the CEO of that number. Now it's your goal with that number to protect it, grow it, create and implement tax planning around it. Because a lot of you out there that are listening to this, you have a lot of IRA accounts. You have a lot of 401k type accounts that will roll over or have rolled over to IRAs, uh, other type of retirement accounts. And I got to tell you, those are tax hostile accounts. Those are not tax friendly at all. They're in a place where when you pull that money out, they're going to be taxed at ordinary income rates. So you really have a ticking time bomb that you're growing. You know, you say, okay, my portfolio might be growing, and maybe you have a million dollars in IRA monies and other monies in other places. Uh, maybe your portfolio values, you know, five million. I don't know, and and two million of its IRA money or a million of its IRA money. I don't know. But think about it like this: if that money just continues to grow, you know what you're doing? All you're doing is growing. Not only your portion, but you're also growing the government's portion because a portion of that money is going to the government whenever you take it out. So that's important to understand is what is going on with your monies, not just where it's invested in relation to risk and return and reward, but also in relation to what's the tax planning around my portfolio. So here's a question for you as I, we talk earlier about what to do now. When was the last time you sat down with your financial professional and they talk to you about the idea of taxation on your portfolio in relation to what happens, what are the pros and cons by restructuring or doing some changes? Has that happened for you? When was the last time you sat down with your financial professional and they talked to you about long-term care? Not saying you go out and buy long-term care insurance. Maybe it's right. Maybe it's not. Maybe you can get it. Maybe you can't. You know, it just depends. But at least exhausting that issue, going through and talking about what are the opportunities, what are the ways to protect yourself, and what does that look like? So those are a couple things that you want to look at. Now, here's something that you do need to know. You know, in the three different companies that we have, Retire Well and the one in particular, that's one of my companies, we are and we act for our clients in that company as a fiduciary. Now, that's important to know. And I don't know if you've ever heard of that term before, a fiduciary. You know, is, is someone a fiduciary or a broker? And sometimes folks can wear several hats. But in simple terms, advisors with fiduciary responsibility have a legal responsibility to put basically your needs ahead of their own. It's amazing to me in the world today that we live in that a lot of people don't know that their advisor might be in a situation where they are not a fiduciary. They are not a fiduciary. And what that means is they don't necessarily legally have to put their needs ahead of their own. Now, maybe they do, but maybe they don't. You know, there are a number of important differences that separate advisors who have fiduciary responsibilities uh, and then those who don't. And it's important to know uh, what that looks like. Here's what's interesting. The industry estimates show really that about 85%, think about that, 85%, that's the majority, 85% of financial advisors do not have fiduciary responsibility. So 85% of financial advisors do not have fiduciary responsibilities. Now, this includes stockbrokers, insurance agents, and simple sales representatives, that sort of thing, that may hold various licenses. 
Uh, but since they're not fiduciaries, they're often more interested in selling insurance or investment products than managing your portfolio. That's important to know, folks. And you say, what do you do now? I think that's important to ask is, is my advisor, or is the person that I'm working with, are they a fiduciary? And if they're not, you might want to look at going down that road. The other thing is just because they're a fiduciary doesn't mean you don't necessarily need to get a second opinion. You know, I may have a great doctor uh, that I really like, and he's got my best interest in, in mind, uh, but that doesn't mean that I may not want to sometimes see what's on the other side of the fence because knowing those things can help. Now, non-fiduciary advisors, non-fiduciary advisors typically are compensated through commissions, which are often equivalent to management fees over several years uh, and different things. So, you know, what, what tends to happen sometimes is they're in a place where they're kind of selling products. Now, you know, we here, just to be full disclosure, we wear several different hats, but with Retire Well, that's our advisory company, we are a fiduciary, meaning that we are acting on the behalf of clients. That's important when you're looking at your financial situation. One of the things that we kind of sit by and our mantra, if you will, is making sure that we do what is in the best interest of clients at all times. Because when we connect with someone, and I'm sharing this with you, the listeners out there, so you can evaluate your situation and say, okay, where am I at? When we connect with someone, we want to make sure it's a, we're looking at this as not a one-time deal. We do a lot of follow-up. We do a lot of communication with our clients. We're physically and virtually with, with uh, a variety of different ways touching clients or connecting with clients oftentimes 8 to 10 to 12 times a year. And that's a lot of interaction. And we do that because we want them to know that we are working for them and we are working with them. So if you're in a place financially where you don't feel like the person that you're working with is working for you or working with you, then I'm going to encourage you to seek out a second opinion and see what that looks like. Well, folks, we've come close to our hour here. I hope the show's been helpful. I know I've kind of gone around the horn a little bit and talked about a few different things, but I'm a big believer of repetition. And the reason I'm a big believer of repetition is I believe that as we repeatedly do the same thing, we get better and better and better and better. And that's really what creates expertise in certain fields. Just like we'd go to school or go to college or, you know, continue those degrees, or as you continue to work in a field, you become better and better and better and better. And the beauty of what we've been able to do really in, in really assisting folks with a variety of different retirement needs for about 15 years now is have the opportunity to continue to fine-tune our process as we really understand what does and does not make clients tick and what does and does not resonate well with folks. So I'm going to encourage you, if you have a question, you want to contact us for that Living Well Retirement Review, feel free to give us a ring. Reach out to us toll-free, 866-943-2351. Again, 866-943-2351. I can tell you this, I cannot guarantee whether or not we're the right fit one to another. What I can do is I can guarantee that if you qualify, that's $500,000 in liquid or investment net worth in Pennsylvania and a million dollars in Florida and other states. I can tell if you qualify and we sit down and we, we chat, you're going to have a much better understanding of what you're currently doing. Now, does that mean we're the right fit one to another? I don't know. But we want to be sensitive to our time and sensitive to your time. So when you call in for that review, the girls are going to ask you some questions, dive a little deeper, because we want to make sure that this is something that's a good use of both of our times. Any other questions or if you missed the first parts of the show, visit leanonthewall.com. I'm going to encourage you to listen to some of the previous shows. We've had some great guests talking about healthy living, talking about, you know, really getting your business to the next level, how to create a, 
a huge brand that's well-oiled machine, so to speak. We talked about that with the Kohler Company. Great show previous. LeanOnTheWall.com is where you can go to do that. And other than that, folks, I hope you have a great week. Here's to a great Memorial Day. Enjoy your time with your family. Until next week, here's to living well in any economy. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much. Have a good one. Information provided during the Wealth and Health Show is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Hey folks, it's Michael Wall here. Just wanted to share a quick thought on how you can make a huge impact on someone else's life. As an active member of Christ Fellowship, I've had the opportunity to interact with a variety of top-notch charities. And it can be challenging sometimes to know where to get involved, either with your time, financially, or both, and then to be sure that your gifts and donations are really making a change. So I wanted to share with you an organization that has recently been ranked number one by Charity Navigator and is dramatically improving the lives of young people, Place of Hope. Place of Hope has been doing just what its name says, giving hope to young people since the mid-90s. I want to encourage you to visit placeofhope.com. Again, that's placeofhope.com to learn more and to see how you can help the cause of improving our nation one child at a time. With the volatility in the markets, it can be scary to know the right solutions for managing and protecting your family's wealth. That's why Michael and his team at Wall Financial Group work exclusively with higher net worth clients to engineer portfolios that minimize risk and maximize potential. For more information, visit leanonthewall.com and see if you qualify for a Living Well Retirement Review. Call toll-free 866-943-2351, 866-943-2351.